0: This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network.
1: That's, it's sexy every time.
0: Yeah, it's starting to grow on me. There's
1: a little bit of I don't know if there's a bongo or something in there. Rain. Here it comes. Mm. <laughs> I'll never do this again. That was obnoxious. Hello, everybody. This is fun. I don't know. How long do I wait before we go into that? We never really talked about it.
0: I think you speak when it moves you.
1: Speak when it moves you. Right. <laughs> it moves you. Ah, that's going to be the theme of the show. Welcome, everybody. This is the Comedy Zone podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jason Allen King. Uh, I use all three names uh, like a serial killer. I'm just straight, staying ahead of it is all. Um, it's great to be back here at the Queen City Podcast. Wait, Queen City Network Podcast Studios. Is that the whole thing? Queen City Podcast Network Studios. How about that? How about that? Queen City Podcast Network Studios, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Earth. Um, as always, we have our trusted uh, producer, the man behind the curtain, Brian Baltashevitz. Hello, Jason. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you? I I'll tell you what. I if I was any better, uh, I, I could get better. Actually, I could probably do better. <laughs> I'm I'm getting I'm get this. Listen, got some allergies happening.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about you. Actually, this yeah. this this little fake spring that we're in is probably wreaking havoc on allergy sufferers.
1: You know, if we finally learned that that groundhog was full of shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> six more weeks, six more. We didn't get six more minutes. Okay, <laughs> that's some bullshit. Um, yeah, this is. I love the weather. I'm enjoying this weather, but it's definitely. It's my house is like a Claritin commercial, right? Like before they take the Claritin. That's what I'm saying. It's awful. I'm sorry. (laughs) Are you suffering at all? I I have zero allergies. Zero. (laughs) I I got nothing. You're like, I got other problems to (laughs) deal with. Allergies just don't happen to be one. Uh, That's fine, I guess. I'm like, I'm not mad at you for not having allergies. (laughs) That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah. And and honestly, if I'm being totally honest, there's been like only a couple seasons where I've been, it's been really bad, really bad allergies. This is fine. It's just earlier than I thought I was going to be here. That's all. Anyway.
0: Well, and it's going to go away for a bit because it will get cold again. It's going to snow.
1: Right. It's going to snow before we get actual spring. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing.
0: I have a wager with my wife that sometime in March we'll have, we'll have some sort of ice event. Not necessarily yeah. like a big,
1: <laughs> yeah. you
0: know, a yes. big storm, but we'll have some sort of ice event in March, and she maintains we won't.
1: What, by the way, Wager With My Wife, uh, band name, I call it. It's an emo. I don't know. I
0: saw them at uh, Coachella. Their first
1: two albums <laughs> were fantastic. Uh, you, like, you like old yeah, Wager old, With Your Wife. Wager yeah, old Wager With Your
0: Wife, my wife. The third album, they kind of lost their way When they had, the, album, they the, wind,
1: when they had but, the saxophone player. I right, get it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I had i written down because I, I had a couple of notes about this all the allergies and stuff and and the uh, are you ever do you follow the Farmer's Almanac at all? <laughs> I do not. Uh, it's like the astrology chart, but for the agricultural community. <laughs> uh, just with a little bit more credibility, you know what I mean. I just imagine like there's some farmer and he's like, uh, I seen a moth with you know moth cocoons this year. <laughs> you know what I mean? That means we're gonna have a real rough August flood or something. I don't know my mom my mom quotes farmer's almanac every year you know you know farmer's almanac says we're going to have a, a hot summer i have never gone back to check if that's accurate
0: i think it's actually been fairly accurate is it? but a lot of the the like the science behind it is sort of the same science that meteorologists use they just look and see like okay the conditions were like this at this time so, we can expect this to happen. Wow. I think it's kind of the same thing. All right. So, there's it's...
1: some, there is logic behind it. It's not, you know, Pluto is in, you know, retrograde behind, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. Th- th- the same people who follow <laughs> the uh, Farmer's Almanac are, are not flat earthers. I think they're. they're not... <laughs> I
1: think <it's... laughs> Boy, wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be amazing if that was, if like the Venn diagram was like, all circle with that? They're <laughs> like, yeah, pretty sure it's flat. I'm not
0: saying everyone who follows the Farmer's Almanac. Is a flat earther.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, that's uh oh man, that'd be funny. I still think flat earthers are great. We we need <laughs> we need that in the in our lives, don't we? Just, we do not. We don't we no, don't that's, we, their be their funny. best argument for why why the earth isn't flat is nah. <laughs> that's the best argument they could come up with. It's like yes, huh? How do you argue with that? I don't well, think you
0: that's the problem. <laughs>
1: There was a great documentary that I saw about that actually, and part of the documentary was like, "Don't like, don't go, don't go in too hard on these people." And I'm not sure I agree with that. Yeah, no, I disagree. <laughs> you should hammer
0: hammer away at these people as much as humanly
1: possible. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's like because then you're not going to get. I think the conversation was you're not going to get a real debate. You're not going to get a, you know, they're just going to be always defensive and like, you know, really get their heels into the ground and and harden their stance. And it's like, yeah, but that it's it's still a, a a house of cards like i don't care if they dig in it,
0: it's it's that <laughs> sort of mindset that there's a lot of right now not necessarily just the lender there's but like no it's not that way and here's why and that just it just makes them dig in more to whether you're talking about vaccines or whether you're yeah, talking right. about you know whatever it is it just makes them it just it just solidifies their their their
1: is there a controversy about the vaccine?
0: Not that I'm aware of. I, was just <laughs>
1: I thought everyone was on board. Using that as a potential example. That's not a... a oh, no. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I hope there's a difference between people who don't care for the, the idea of the vaccine and how it was done and flat earthers, right? Like, is there's a difference there, right?
0: I'm sure there's a Venn diagram that, that, that there's some, intersects the two. It's, there's it's some there that
1: intersect, the intersects the two, but oh mm, boy well that just depressed me <laughs> that was that did it that was like everything was fine it's beautiful weather it's sunny outside and then we just real made that realization well, that's a bit of a bummer
0: well welcome to the Comedy Zone
1: <laughs> that's right we're here to we talk about very important things I actually made a note I was like I hope at some point people get their news from us I want that to be a thing be like you know what I heard I heard this this amazing fact where'd you hear that it's like On the Comedy Zone podcast. It's kind of a, it's where I get my hot news.
0: I get all my news. I'd rather, I'd rather folks get it here than some other places. I, I,
1: I I don't, we're not better than other places though, Brian. I'd say better.
0: I mean, I'd say better. I I just hope that where, where rather than getting it at, say, (laughs) InfoWars, I hope uh, that, I hope that some people are getting.
1: Yeah, right. Is that still a thing? I thought they were supposed to give away all of their. No, it's it's still money. A thing. It's still. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty terrible. I'm not. Anyway, it's pretty rough stuff. So, uh, well, I'll I'll change gear to something a little more, a little, a little more sort funny. of up. Uh, <laughs> funny. I don't. Know. I don't know how funny it is. Um, but our our trusted uh, friend and his uh, Kevin Shimko. Yes. And uh, his lovely and talented partner Lindsay, they're on a two week vacation in France because of that comedy theater money. Uh, <laughs> running must, up Kevin's credit card. Must be nice, right? <laughs> I didn't know how much the, there's that much money in the arts. It really yeah. is a, a Who big, knew?
0: He's the one he's the one who's <laughs> he, killing it. He figured in it the, out.
1: Yeah. How to make money in the, Congratulations, in the arts. Kevin. Um but we've been yes. staying in touch. Uh, it's been fun. Um it's mostly them bragging and showing me pictures of how they're, you know, drunk at a museum. Or drunk at a cafe, or drunk at a theater. I'm kidding, of course. They're not. They're not. They're actually fine, Stone. upstanding people. They're stoned at all those places. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, they're having a trip of a lifetime. It's amazing. I'm thrilled for them, and they deserve it. Um, I mean, so why? I. I just didn't get to go on this trip. <laughs> I don't. Uh, not this I'm, time. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I do
0: not deserve anything. else. Yeah,
1: that's fine. Well, they they sent uh, they sent us a message uh, for the podcast. Now I haven't listened to it yet. Um, so I wanted to listen to it live here and uh, just kind of get their thoughts and and maybe feel all warm and fuzzy after. So um, I'm excited for them thinking about me. So let's let's hear it. Hello, Jason. We oh. are
0: here at um, some building. What is this one? Oh, this is helpful. Okay. <laughs> it's Museum de Army and Napoleon's tomb. And um, we thought of you because of your joke that you. Are like a little French dictator. So
1: he's
0: a monster. It's a, put your hand Back in here. And
1: put, put in Napoleon. <laughs> the
0: monster. I don't know if this could go on the podcast or
1: not. Oh, it's I, on now, Kevin.
0: We thought of you because of Napoleon. Mainly <laughs> Lindsay did. I did. <laughs> I didn't have that phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you don't like his jokes? You don't listen to his material? I, uh, I, this took a turn. I'm a fan of your material, and I
1: remember I'm, your jokes. <laughs> I
0: have a bad memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
1: still look, culpable.
0: It's the Eiffel Tower. <laughs>
1: Aw, well, that didn't go how I thought it was going to go. Yeah,
0: that, that was, yeah. You said backhand. very sweet and, <laughs> and somewhat offensive.
1: Yeah. Um, I Listen, I've always thought Kevin was a bad person. Uh, <laughs> so they just, <laughs> it was really nice having him on the podcast, but, you know, while it lasted. Yeah, you know, it's well, a shame
0: and, he can't continue with us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's really, it's a shame <laughs> that that was the last we'll ever hear of Kevin's voice on this podcast. Um. I didn't care for that much. <laughs> of course I'm kidding. And it's amazing. And uh, they're wonderful people. Um, <laughs> I love them both very much. Uh, I have to read all this, cause I yeah, this yeah, because I wrote this down because I don't want anyone to think it's authentic. You yeah. um, they should to uh, should. Uh, I hope they're having the best time. They really seem like they're having the best it sounds time in like, the world. From
0: what I've seen on social yeah. media, it, it, it sounds like they're having a great
1: time. It's crazy. Like, they genuinely made like a... a you know, just a travel sort of trip of a lifetime. They're literally going to theaters. They're eating and drinking everything. They're, go- they're going to see all the sites. They sent pictures from, uh, like, at the Eiffel Tower. It's amazing. Yeah. I can't even, like, good for them. They're wonderful. I hope, they, I hope they have the best time. Eat, drink, everything. Irk the French just for fun. Uh, travel safely. I think next they're going to Spain. Oh, is that I true? Think I, thought, so.
0: yeah, I thought it was just Paris.
1: And... No, I think they're going. I want to say they're going to Madrid.
0: No, Barcelona.
1: I'm sorry, Barcelona.
0: So they've been gone for a week or two weeks. After? Uh
1: they will have been gone for two weeks, but I think they're they're, I think they're back in like the first couple days of March. So they got to still a week. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 they're yeah they're doing it. They're doing it right. So good for them. Uh, keep sending in those uh, videos. I will definitely listen to them before we're <laughs> they're live. <laughs> Next time, of course, I did listen to it. Um, that that's really fun. I'm glad. Yeah, that was cool. These are usually the parts where Kevin drops in the funny parts, so it's just a lot of setups on this particular <laughs> podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun. All right. I do want to bring up something that I, uh, I was going to take us out on this, but uh, Craig Ferguson is at the Comedy Zone this week. That's correct. And I, 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 can, I think I can get to one show. I'm working mm, a lot, yeah. so I'm kind of a little frustrated, but everyone should know, Craig Ferguson, Thursday Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Do you uh, know? I think it's. I have it two, up here. Uh, I know there's a low T alert. <laughs> not a lot of testosterone. Yes, no, it's Thursday through uh, Saturday. Thursday percent, right? Yes. Uh, and go see him. He's amazing. I've never seen him, his show, though. Like, not his show, his stand up.
0: Oh, he's got a couple specials on like yeah. Netflix that are fantastic. I
1: think I've seen clips, maybe. Yeah. Um, I just think that guy's just the coolest. I have definitely seen clips of yeah. his stand-up I
0: read his book. It's, well, his, oh, really? one of his books. It's great. Oh, yeah, that's really fun. Really good, really funny. Yeah. Interesting.
1: I just loved his show. To me, he reminded me he was very much like a, a co- like a Conan offshoot of of comedy to me. Yeah. Uh, I
0: think the thing that that later talk show Conan and Craig Ferguson had in common was that neither one of them gave a rat's ass. Yeah, I'm at a certain point. Sure. And Which I think made for good good TV. Yeah, I and for it. them, I think it worked really, really well. Conan was trying real hard in the beginning. Yeah, and then after kind of the Jay Leno stuff happened, he was like, you know what, I don't really care anymore. you know, you know, I'm just gonna do what I want to do. Yeah. And Craig Ferguson, I think, didn't care from day one right. <laughs> on that show, and it just made for great TV.
1: Yeah, it really, yeah, it really did. I I, th- I, still stand by Conan's, I don't know how many years, he was, had, what was he, 15, 18?
0: 20-some years on TV, yeah.
1: But but before he went to The Tonight Show.
0: Oh, gosh, Letterman left NBC in 90,
1: 92, did. 93. Yeah, so see, far. he was right in my wheelhouse right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. The, the whole thing I'm bringing up is, is that early, to me, early Conan, when he was really hitting it, it was weird and it was yeah. quirky. Like, I loved that. When he went to the Tonight Show, I, I, the, I don't like sort of call it much, but I remember thinking, I was like, that's not going to, that doesn't yeah. fit to me. Those, they, they're not the same thing. Not coming, if there was a somebody in between Leno and, and Conan, I, I would have maybe signed on to it. But it was just that they don't have the same audience, they're just not the same
0: exactly Um, the Tonight Show audience has, has always skewed older yeah and so you know Jay Leno was no exception to that and then yeah you're right Conan was more from sort of the Letterman school yeah and appeal to a much, a much younger audience. And so I don't yeah. know that Conan was ever going to work in. And a, I, yeah,
1: a, in I agree. Shape. I I, I kind of said that. That's kind of where I was at. I was like, it just doesn't feel right. And it's it's a comedy sensibility. It's not likability. It's not how funny they are. None of that. It's just a sensibility that's a little bit different. And I didn't. I don't mind Leno's sense of humor by any stretch. I actually think he was kind of. kind of hysterical his talk show personality left something to be desired i think but the sense of humor was certainly there conan's was just different i do think it skewed younger but i just think he was just quirkier and funnier and and you know i just think he's infinitely sort of better for what he was doing before he got to the tonight show that's that was my take craig ferguson again i think falls into that uh that world too although he's he's um you know he's from over the pond, so that, that's its own. He's not from comedy. Here. He's not. From <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's a citizen. He's, he's, a, <laughs> he's. not really. He's not from. He's not one of us. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that's going to be awesome. Also, if you guys want to see me, uh, I'll be uh Sunday at the Comedy Zone. I'm opening or hosting for um, Cliff Cash and uh, Timmy Cheryl. So. It's a good um, show. Yeah, that'll be a really good show. He's got a kind of a one-nighter. I was excited that he asked me to come and do that. So, uh, go to cltcomedyzone.com for a full schedule and get tickets and uh, and all that business. And we'll be right back. Oh, <laughs> you didn't know I said I was I going into? No, that's where you were. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I didn't. Know. Can we run
1: that again? Run that again? Do you just, want me to
0: just start the, the the Hey, don't forget Craig Ferguson and and do that. Okay. And then,
1: Hey, don't forget this weekend at uh, the Comedy Zone, uh, Craig Ferguson will be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Also on Sunday, Cliff Pash is a, a one-nighter, and I'll be hosting that show for him and Timmy Sherrill.
0: That's a good and
1: show. It's going to be a really good show. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> All right, gang. We'll be right back. Turn
0: to stay in touch with the city around you. Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. and Commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If
1: only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule, there is the Queen City Podcast Network.
0: Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com
1: and everywhere you get your podcasts. And I'm, I have to look at myself Oh yeah You know what I'm like a Fonz I don't have to do much Hey, hey. Uh, Our favorite podcast Had had Arthur Fonzarelli on there yes. I say our favorite You know what I mean Yes um, So good uh, so, what, What's the hell's the name of it again Good
0: grief uh, a, a, a typical disgusting display
1: Yeah A yeah. typical disgusting display They had on uh, The very funny And amazing And talented Henry Winkler Who's Just There's so much to love About that guy Yeah Henry, Wyn- he, he, he was the Fonz doing comedy, not trying to do comedy. It was just everything about it was was fantastic. Yeah. I loved, that. I loved Happy Days.
0: Yeah, and just I stumbled ass backwards into one of the most memorable characters in in television history. Do you
1: it's mean the Fonz? He stumbled into that?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I don't think I. I don't believe he was the first choice. I mean, uh, how, you know, a wow. little five foot six Jewish guy from wherever.
1: I don't know why his height had anything to do get, with it, Brian. but Is
0: going to get cast as a as a nineteen fifty street thug.
1: <laughs> Can someone come get this knife <laughs> well, out of you, my then, back? How
0: <sighs> did you? Where were you? Listen,
1: <laughs> what a short guy can't play tough. <laughs> not everything's about you. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow. Sorry, I had to find. My that. day just got worse. <laughs>
1: uh, that's funny. No, I, th- I I didn't know that he backed into it, but you're right. That was an unlikely yeah. casting choice there. Leave it to Penny Marshall's dad. I well, wouldn't remember in the
0: <laughs> maybe the first season they wouldn't le- wouldn't let him wear a leather jacket. So like he really had to wear this nice like cloth this like light blue cloth jacket for
1: I know, only vaguely remember that. Well, I mean, yeah. I I wasn't I wasn't there for the first, you know. Seasons of that, I wasn't that old, <laughs> uh, but that's really, I, I just love what that guy's done with his, he, Now he's in Barry now, and yeah. like, yeah, it's kind of amazing, man. I love that guy, he's just so nice and j- you know, when he writes children's books. I mean, the guy yeah. is just, he, he, he honestly, in a different world, you'd be like, is that guy related to Mr. Rogers? Yeah, They have the same gentleness to their voice and all that. Yeah,
0: he would have been... If they were going to reboot Mr. Rogers, that's a good call. Yeah,
1: he'd be he'd be oh, the guy. Oh, oh he
0: might be a little old for it now. But.
1: Did I stumble into something amazing right there? Did that just happen? Rebooting Mr. Rogers? Well, with, with Henry Winkler, like, that's kind I of amazing.
0: That's a great idea. Anyway. Isn't... So who's... Oh, damn it. I can never remember this guy's name. Oh, we'll wait. He was in 30... He played the page in 30 Rock. Um, oh,
1: yes. Um... Oh, dadgummit. Uh, uh, I have to look this up now. Oh, man. Uh,
0: God, it? It, uh, Do it. You Look it up. Cause uh, he's so,
1: I think he's fantastic. He's great. Because yeah, he's, he's doing s- children's shows now, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. And th- that's what I was thinking. When you and say it, and, I'm going to be
1: frustrated because he's uh, really amazing. Uh, Jack McBrayer. Jack McBrayer. Good yeah. grief. Ouch. He's fantastic. I think he's so funny. Yeah. And I worked with Jack McBrayer. Is that true? Tell the nights. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: so you is his number in your your phone?
1: Not not exactly, but he's uh, she's friends with Schwartz and and yeah. these guys. So yeah, I mean, yeah, so
0: cool. who's this the who's the most famous without blowing up your spot? Who's the most famous person whose number is in your your phone?
1: Um, I would s- probably Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, he's outside of. I've got some comics names in there but I think Kevin Smith is a little more sort of you know bigger bigger all around you yeah. know what I mean
0: Who's the who's the most famous person in your phone who if you were to text them right now would be happy to see your name pop up <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I just say Kevin Smith has actually been yeah. pretty responsive yeah. that that yeah. W- working on Tusk with him the, what I my role in that was an expanded role from what I normally do as a locations person and i think they were grateful and and have always treated me that way and i would say i have a uh, another producer who actually produced on that who's someone who i with some regularity speak with who who he won an oscar for uh hacksaw ridge and a couple movies like that that he's kind of running new new stuff on netflix and there's another guy who produced for um Talladega Nights, and he ran Sony for a while. There's a couple of those guys that I'm. He
0: ran Sony for
1: a while. Well, he he's, he. I think it was. Uh, I'm obviously that's not the right thing that he did, but he. I think he was doing. It was very, very similar to the guy who did Netflix. He he did like new new yeah. new development. He ran like the development arm of Sony or wow. something like that. That's yeah, good. he's done like that for a couple different companies, and it's like, yeah, and like we're friends on. Facebook and stuff. It's just kind of wild actually that they any of these people yeah. like they put they like like posts and talk to me on social media and stuff. It's like crazy. It's like aren't you a billionaire and also are responsible for the lives of like Brad Pitt and people right. like that yeah. and they, yeah, it's, it's that's bananas, yeah. Yeah. Um are, you know, none of them are as cl- you know that close I wouldn't, you know. Uh, but, you know, there's some relationship there. I feel comfortable saying that. If you said, you know, hey, I'm going to be out in LA for a few days, I'm I'm going to LA in April, and I've reached out to a couple that yeah, I'll, I'll be catching yeah. up with. Yeah. yeah, so I'm one of the producers for uh, Homeland. I'm going to see him while I'm out there, and uh, yeah, yeah the of guy who runs Sony. <laughs> no, okay, no, no, what the the other guy? The, yeah, I'm oh, gonna, who, yeah. who runs Netflix? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're like some of my favorite people. It has a great experience. That's all it is, man. You, you don't mean it's the same in any business, right? Be a good, ha- like, work hard. Yeah. Hopefully, be good at your job. Um, I'll be the first one to tell you. I don't think I was the best on Homeland, but I worked hard, and they were good people and treated me well, uh, and so we still have a relationship. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and Homeland turned out okay in spite of your
1: <laughs> Homeland. They, they did okay. <laughs> they did Homeland did okay. Yeah. <laughs> It was a a remarkable experience, I have to say. I I came off of doing uh, Hunger Games onto Homeland. Like, that was my, I had like three or four years where I was like, do the Hunger Games movie and then do a couple years of Homeland and then Eastbound and Down and Banshee. It was like... I had, a, I had a good run. And after yeah. that, I was like a nub of worked so hard. Yeah. And I was like, I think I'm going to start doing stand-up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to make no money, but I'm going to go do this and yeah. have more fun. That's what happened to
0: me. I have a friend who was uh, uh, Claire Dane's stand-in slash body double on the first few seasons
1: of Homeland. I know who you're talking about. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so she's, she's wonderful.
0: So she told me that, that that she... So there's a scene where the... The main male character, the suspect in the whole thing, and mm-hmm. the Claire Danes character have sex in the back seat of a car. Yeah, they do. And she said, "That's that's that's her." <laughs> oh shit! Really? <laughs> <That's what laughs> <she told me. laughs>
1: All right. Well, that's kind of amazing. Yeah, so there you go. Good job. I didn't know she did that. <laughs> I wonder where I was. I did. I did the first two seasons. If it was season three, I wasn't on that.
0: I can't. I think I only watched season think we only watched season one maybe season two oh. season so one i'm pretty a, sure this was season one
1: to me season one's easily the best mm-hmm. season two is pretty solid as well i was uh working harder and underwater most of season two but uh yeah, it's a great show i have no no issues still uh, kind of what i was going at was i went from uh hunger games which was just so well done and i think right before Hunger Games we did the pilot for homeland and then you know hoping it was going to get picked up then we did uh, then I had an opportunity to be the location manager for for season one of Homeland, and I kind of left a little bit early from Hunger Games. And the guy who was the location manager and the producers were just so generous; they were like, "This is a great opportunity. You got to go do it." And then I went from like a game people mm-hmm. to to a game people, like even greater in, in in an episodic capacity. And then occasionally you'll go do something off to the side, and it's just. The people at the top were, were there. There was a reason why they are where they are. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like I've done some show. Anything that's like re- reality based is usually pretty rough. Yeah, it's just not the the same quality. And I, I don't really have a problem saying it either because I've worked at some reality show people that were that were fine. But it, it just as a whole, it's always just not run as well. Mm-hmm. And then you run, Then you work with George Clooney and a couple of those people, and you're like, good grief, like this is. Yeah, a game, brilliant, brilliant people, like just the best to to ever do it. So it's You're pretty impressive. On, what was that football movie they shot here? Yeah, Leatherheads. Leatherheads. Yeah. Leatherheads was yeah, that was great. That yeah. was uh, another one. That was a very very challenging.
0: It's f- an underrated movie. I, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, a
1: lot. yeah. yeah I, thought, I I would agree. Yeah. There was the the cast was crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was it was nuts. I mean George Clooney being one of them. Everything you hear about George Clooney is is accurate. He's the guy's spectacular. In every way. He was just the coolest, the smartest, funny. Remembered everybody's name. It was remarkable. The was the coolest.
0: So if you texted George Clooney right <laughs> now. <laughs> I, you know what I would say?
1: He might remember my name. <laughs> He's that Bill Clinton kind of guy who remembers your name. Like, It's pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, I, have, I have, There's one story that I tell people, but I, I can't tell it on the air here. Okay. But I will just say this, that George Clooney, I think... I think he just was able to give some give an opportunity of like here's you're going to be next to fame enjoy what the perks of that fame are. I think he did oh, that wow. really in a very very cool way.
0: Like a wingman or? Yes. Ooh yikes. Yep. Wow.
1: Just just a you know a moment of you know, seeing somebody who was on the crew and seeing the situation and going up, going, "Hey, it's so great to see you, man!" Like, you know, we had a great, you know, work. It was like a Saturday or something. Great work week this week, man. It's really great to see you. Glad, glad you're on the show. We'll, we'll see you Monday. You know, that kind of thing. And I was like, "What? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? That's like, that guy just just giving here's some here's some fame for you to yeah. ride this wave to wherever it takes you." Yeah, yeah. you know, I just wow. think that's the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> anyway, all right. Now we went off on a tangent yeah, because there. he
0: could have. I mean, he's George F. and Clooney. He could have yeah. just swooped in and. Well, <laughs> uh,
1: I, I yeah, I don't think that was on his brain at all. I just think he was just being generous and talk about being very aware of who you are and how people take you and yeah. that kind of thing. It was, it was very very cool. Anyway, I can't top him. Now we're, we have nowhere to go from here. We're talking to George Clooney. Let's talk about carbs. Carbs. Yeah, that's why I said I want to talk about. It. <laughs> I have a problem, Brian. See. We're coming out of the winter months and we're a little early. I got a couple extra lbs on me. Yeah. My I have <laughs> I fall asleep after lunch almost every day like a 90-year-old man. <laughs> I can't, I I just do I I fall asleep. I or at least my eyes get heavy. And it's I think it's the carbs that are doing it. I 100%. think 100%. It's, it's bread. Yeah. yeah. And and gnocchi and pasta and stuff like that. It's 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 rough man. Right? Isn't it? You know, it's, that's not really. That's more like a starch. But yeah, anyway, it's a potato. But still yeah, it's carby. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just heavy. I, I gotta, I gotta figure it out, man. I gotta get out of there. It's a, it's a, it's a bad place to be. It's not good. I see it happen all over the place. It's a bit of a, it's an epidemic. Um,
0: the carbs are an epidemic. Car-
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They call it. There's. A, it's a scary thing. It's called bread dead. So,
0: <laughs> so we're in the middle of a, a y- carbohydrate epidemic. That's exactly right. There's wow.
1: PSAs for it oh really yeah that's right and I found one and I think we should run it because I think everyone needs to be aware of this and tell your friends and family and and you know avoid, avoid carbs at all cost
0: life is hard enough without carbs everywhere you look there's yummy bread or some new pasta noodle food comas are real and they're ruining lives don't get bread dead ask for help if you know someone suffering from carb overload get them the help they need Call the hotline today eight 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 five 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 loaf. Don't wait. Your loved ones could be eating in a Jersey Mike's right now. The more you know. Wow. Yeah, that's that that's
1: is right. uh, that hits home. <laughs> it's home. I mean, i my eyes are watering yeah, right now. It's either good. the allergies or the touching, touching moment that was right there. So well, if, we if,
0: all know somebody. <laughs> We all know yeah, someone who suffers from every, carbs. Every single one of us.
1: That's right. Uh, some have many people in their family. Most of my family, I think, are really suffer from carb overload intake. So, uh, what was that number? 888-555-LOAF. Loaf, I believe. <laughs> it's, a, it's, very on the, it's very on the nose.
0: Man, that's. So, that's
1: uh, oof. Oof is right. It makes uh, you think. Some people have, <laughs> you know, really serious diseases, some people don't. Some people just like bread too much. <laughs> Are you one of
0: those people? I do like bread, and my wife is currently on a bread-baking journey. Oh, that, you uh, did say that. Is, yeah, um, that is a, it's a real problem. It may have I, been. I'm gonna, what was that number? 555-LOAF. Five, 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 <laughs> 555-LOAF. Five, 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 I'm going to call them one week. Oh, my God.
1: So sorry, Terry. This is the wrong time. <laughs> uh, it's really funny. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, she's making focaccia bread today. She's able to, to get in?
0: To get into the, the clinic or whatever.
1: <laughs> the house? <laughs>
0: oh, and that, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see what you did. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I locked us out of the house <laughs> the other night.
1: I just wanted everyone to know.
0: Um, yeah, it was not my <laughs> finest moment. Hmm. Um, I had gotten home late from work. It was 9 o'clock. It's pretty late. And I walked into the house and put my stuff down. and the, And then we went out to check on the bunnies because the bunnies are in a hutch and a, on the patio. Because
1: that's what you do right. when you get home is you go check on the bunnies.
0: And when I went into the house to put my bag down, I locked the bottom door of the, of the door, and then we walked out to check on the bunnies, <laughs> and I pulled the door closed behind us, but my keys were already sitting on the, on the dining room table. Yeah. Um, and it took me about three-quarters of a second to realize Ah. Uh, just locked us out of the you house. Knew, you knew
1: right away, you were like, this is the problem. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we had not hidden a key anywhere, and the, <laughs> there's the, there's a million places in our our house and and yard. Why to hide why don't the bunnies have a key? Is what <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> and so I I um, we checked our windows. All our windows were sealed, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Boy. closed, locked. And um, I had to I had to break the window on the basement door. <laughs> oh my! What? Yeah. You had to break into your house. We broke into our own house. It cost me three hundred bucks oh. because I had because th- then I had to replace the window. Give it a
1: three hundred dollar mistake.
0: Three hundred dollar boneheaded mistake. Wow,
1: you got no bread. I bet after that, no,
0: no, <laughs> no bread. But by any. Oh food. man,
1: that was la- that was layered. That was yeah. like th- that was a lot of layers. I'm proud of yeah, that. Yeah,
0: n- not my not my finest moment.
1: No, well, you know what? Listen, ev- even the best make mistakes every once in a while.
0: And me. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and the so now we have about three dozen keys hidden around the, yeah, the, you the house. You do
1: all the, the bunnies head. have one hanging around <laughs> exactly. there, like a latch key kid. Oh, good job, buddy. Good times. Good well, good you're good back times. in, and I'm sure the window's replaced. And no one is breaking into your house. Yeah, that's what we've learned.
0: No, 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 no. it's not. Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, the weird thing is though that the the, the, uh, the basement door, and you've been to the house. Mm-hmm. What, uh, is now a big. It's just a big pane of glass now. It's oh. not where you know it used to be. I think they call it a nine by. It used to be have three windows, three windows. Three gotcha. Yeah. Um, it's now just one big window because that's all the guy had in his truck. Okay. And I didn't give a crap. That's um, fine. But it's very, very clean, which our previous window was not very, very clean because <laughs> okay. it just goes into the basement, which goes right into my my little wood. Yeah. Room. Right. Right. So, so there's really no reason to clean the windows because why why, why? why would they do that?
1: <laughs> why would you clean? Anything, yeah. Brian,
0: but it's very, very clean now, which is a little unnerving because you can say I just see right into the yeah. into the basement. Yeah, I,
1: I thought there was a story about you walking into it. <laughs> you ever walk into a, a window like a door like I that? I have,
0: but yeah, no, that won't happen with this one. But I well, had one. There's a, a big door around it. There's not Yeah, well,
1: yeah. there I, I have one of the most embarrassing moments. I don't get embarrassed. Really? Now, unless I'm like, unless it's something's mean spirited and, and they kind of embarrass me, I don't really get embarrassed. Freshman year of uh, uh, college, uh, University of Pittsburgh, wherever you have to like show your ID to get in, it's all window, it's all glass. Uh-huh. You know, even the doors are like metal, and and it was during orientation, and there's probably 500 people in this lobby, <laughs> and it's like it's like you know cement floors and really high ceilings, and I wasn't paying attention, showed my ID. And I hit that thing so hard, the glass. I mean, the sound, the echo around the whole place. My head <laughs> flew back. I was like almost falling over. All right? And it, it just stars and everything. The entire place erupted in laughter. I, like that, huh? I mean, it was, no one was, no one knew anybody. They didn't give a shit how I felt about <laughs> it. Oh, man, it was, uh, that was, uh, you know, you stand up straight. Like Spock, right before you're about to die from that radiation. Straighten yourself out and walk in the door. I actually did wave. I waved <laughs> everybody. Nice. Yeah, I was like, uh, I got to own a little bit of this.
0: Good, and then you decided, that's when you decided to drop out. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: I was like, I don't like this place anyway. I'm out of here. <laughs> I did. I left there after that year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was started there. There you go. Yeah.
0: yeah. Good stuff. I, my uh, freshman year of high school, I was walking by... The varsity cheerleaders
1: that'll throw you off.
0: And I had my gym stuff with me, but I didn't have a bag or anything for some reason. Everything was kind of rolled up into a towel.
1: (laughs) There's a I'm learning who you are as a person, Brian.
0: (laughs) And I dropped my jock strap (laughs) oh, yeah, in front of the varsity cheerleaders.
1: Did the XS on the back of it? (laughs) Was that really visible for everybody?
0: uh i don't know i picked it up as quickly as i could and (laughs) scurried out the door Uh, i mean but keep in mind though too as a freshman i was six four as a freshman so i mean it's not like i was you know i mean i you know but it still it was (laughs) not what you want as a freshman
1: no probably not probably not jock straps just in general
0: aren't uh i don't know
1: it no. just it says I have a peen but it doesn't say much about it out beyond. Yeah, that. and I like to protect it. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Yeah. Pretty that's, much what I said. Yeah, I guess uh, that's and that was
0: that was when I decided to drop out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Man, 6'4", huh? Must, be nice. Uh, Must it, be nice. it was
0: okay at the time, not so much now. Yeah. But I, I mean, I've added 4 inches to that. So. jeez Louise. So now it's not there. as much fun as it used to be. Yeah.
1: I, I've honed down my joke about things that my, what are my favorite and what are, what is it how's that joke go it's my joke what's your favorite what's the best aren't always the same right, and I'm right. like being tall is definitely the best my favorite is living longer than you tall bastards <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark joke my brother's 6'4 I shouldn't tell it's it it's funny though but, it is funny but it's pretty and, funny and it hurts a little bit it, I'm sure it does I'm gonna feel the pain a lot longer than you will though uh listen. <laughs>
0: well it serves you right.
1: Serves me right. Uh it's nice to end on making fun of short and tall people, the beginning yeah. and the end of the oh, show. And
0: joking about my early death. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, nice. listen, just keep eating that bread and tell her that she'll take care <laughs> of you. Uh it's great to see you, buddy.
0: Yeah, good good seeing you as well. Have a great time this weekend. Enjoy Craig Ferguson. Yeah.
1: I'm also going to the Greenbrier up in West Virginia. Are you familiar with the Green Sounds Real, fancy. Re- it is. It's super, super fancy. Um there on what am I there? Saturday. And uh, with uh, Greg Morton, who's oh, very yeah. funny. Hey. Uh, Greg Morton, I'm there uh, opening for him. It's gonna be a great show. I'm nice. excited. So, uh, just a reminder, everybody, uh, go check out uh, the Comedy Zone this weekend. Craig Ferguson is there. You're gonna love that uh, Sunday. I'm there uh, hosting for uh, Cliff Cash and Tim Sherrill. And uh, and uh, yeah, I know we've got a guest uh, scheduled for next week that I'm very excited to be talking to. To her. So um, yeah, check check us out next week, everybody. And that's the show. Oh, shit. Jeez, Luis, this is... is a, Can we do that last part? <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, this is a Comedy Zone podcast, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Did people tune in to podcasts? Yeah, let's go with that. Thanks for clicking play. Jason Allen King, peace some be safe. See you next week. And thanks, Mary Scott, for uh, performing the PSA for us this week. Very funny stuff. Thanks, Mary.
0: In other news, the Comedy Zone podcast is recorded at the Queen City Podcast Network studios in Uptown Charlotte. Life is hard enough without carbs.
1: QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com